Welcome to this Aarhus University STG Network podcast. And uh, in the studio today, we have four people. And we're so lucky to have the, the leader of this network, perhaps uh, Sene, you would start introducing yourself. Yeah, I can do that. My name is Sene Bull. I'm a professor at the Department of Economics and Business Economics at Aarhus University. And I'm trying to lead this network, which consists of 25 researchers and 10 companies. Great. George? I am George Salis. I am a postdoctoral researcher at the Department of Management in Aarhus University. And uh, my research so far has focused within the broader area of sustainability, food waste and pricing. And then Adriana? Hi, uh, my name is Adriana Shevchikova. Uh, I'm a research assistant at Aarhus University at the Department of Law. And uh, right now I am working with uh, in the area of environmental law and pharmaceuticals in connection with precautionary principles. So I hope I will be able to connect those. Great. I mean, it's, it's a very diverse network and very different disciplines are represented. But uh, overall, of course, we all relate to the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, and sustainability to our work. So perhaps, George, you can tell us how you relate to your, specifically to your work. As I said, my research so far has focused on, uh, on food waste. Of course, the SDGs, it's a broad array of, of various goals that touch upon different aspects of the whole domain of sustainability. And one of this domain is, um, of course, being able to utilize the resources of our planet, like most cleverly and most um, in, in an optimal way in order for unnecessary uh, use be avoided. And of course, loss should be minimized. Well, in my uh, research so far, uh, food waste has been my focus. And that means that it relates to the whole SDG network in the sense that we can understand the drivers or we can try to understand the drivers behind choices that consumers make that might end up and thus far has ended up in a, in a staggering amount of, of waste of a precious resource of food. And moreover, um, since there is an economical aspect to it as well, I'm trying to understand the drivers behind consumers' price perception and consumers' reactions to different price schemes and price promotions, uh, and how do they relate to more sustainable outcomes. Great. And uh, Adriana, you, you just started your work, but perhaps you could um, point towards why you are interested in this uh, area and how you want to link to uh, SDGs and, and the concept of sustainability. Well, as I said, I started to work a little bit on the in the pharmaceutical uh, law, and uh, yeah, I think it's very important uh, to see that uh, wh when we look at the SD SDGs, that uh, we can connect those within the when you look at pharmaceuticals are leaking into an uh, into our environment through different sources then we can connect those to our health, our well-being, but also to one of the SDG goals, which is responsible consumption, which is a big thing when we are overusing pharmaceuticals and 
uh, that's one of the reasons uh, why the contamination, for example, of aquatic environment is happening, which also connects to another SDG, which is water as well, the good quality of water. Great. And Sene, you must be able to connect because you're the leader of this uh, network. But perhaps you could tell also a bit about not only how you can connect with the, the SDGs and uh, sustainability, but also how you came to connect. I mean, how, how did you uh, focus specifically on these uh, challenges? Yeah, I'm an operations researcher by education. And in operations research, we use mathematical models to optimize processes. In my research, it's particularly related to transportation. So I create mathematical models of transportation problems and I use algorithms to make sure that the transportation is done efficiently. And of course that relates directly into the SDGs because it's a matter of limiting the amount of resources that we use in our systems. But then I started to, um, to work with a waste collection company because I was supervising a bachelor thesis about eight years ago who wanted to optimize uh, the collection of paper and glass from recycling cubes. And through that collaboration with this waste collection company, I became more and more interested in, in the whole sustainability aspect, but also in circular economics and waste and all the processes that are going there. And then it was sort of net natural for me to collect the network, gather people and hear their from other fields. That's what happened. I mean, this network is very diverse and, and perhaps it's also a question to all of us. I mean, a network like this, what role should it play? How can we learn from each other? Can we learn? Is it a, only a, a strategic effort in order to you know, polish off the, the SDG? I mean, why, did, why such an uh, interdisciplinary and uh, interfaculty network? And this is an open question. Sen? Well, I could give an example. If I want to design a waste collection system that is efficient from an operational point of view, that being from the collection of the waste and recycling material, it doesn't work if I don't have the consumer's perspective, the users of the system, I mean, I need to be able to understand how those users would react to the nice system that I want to design, but I'm not a behavioral researcher, so I need to collaborate with people that understand the behavior of people better than I do. And then through this collaboration, we can design a system that both work from, for the consumer's perspective and also is efficient from an operational perspective. George? Yeah, I will agree with San. Sustainability as a concept is multidimensional and it includes, incorporates various uh, disciplines. Okay, like logistics is one of them. Consumers, how do they react? How do you set up a whole system that is sustainable? And of course, given that the topic has multiple dimensions, you need to incorporate, you need to bring in people that are uh, knowledgeable within each of the individual aspects of it in order to be able to exchange knowledge and, and eventually ideally design uh, sustainable systems that work on each one of these of, of their facets 
And what about you, Adriana? And uh, as a junior researcher, what do you hope to get from a net network like this? I think it's from a lawyer kind of perspective. I think we are uh, often very much focused on all these rules and regulations and we don't see that much the underlying thing which should lead to regulations and to understand the overall concept which leads us there. So I think it's very nice to meet with more people and uh, hear about more in-depth analysis of also environmental and technical things which I wouldn't come across otherwise in my legal research. And it could actually help me to like see other viewpoints on that, for example, even legal problem. But I mean, it is very interesting and I, I, I really, I share your views on this, but still I'm classically the, not only interdisciplinary, but also transdisciplinary work is extremely hard. I mean, because we talk very different uh, languages. So do we have any good experiences here or, you know, something that we should draw on or something that we want to move towards? I mean, for me, working within education, I think it's extremely interesting to hear the, also these very technical and hands-on uh, procedures of how to actually design, as George is saying, uh, uh, sustainable processes. But on the other side, it's also for me about what's going to happen in 20 years or 50 years or 70 years when my students uh, or throughout my students' uh, lives. But how, how do we meet? How do we uh, ensure that we actually have a discussion and a dialogue, not only you know, just uh, look at each other's fascinating work without really understanding? It's a big question, but I'm, 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 I'm very intrigued by this. I think one thing that, that we have learned here is how much effort it actually takes to really understand what is going on in other people's research. And there have to be a large amount of willingness. Not everybody could, could do this. Many researchers would, would prefer to stay within their own framework, which is perfectly fine. But if you want to do interdisciplinary research, then you really have to make a huge effort in understanding both the research and the way the research is being done, understand the methodologies of, of other fields and so on. And it takes a lot of work and a lot of time to do that. And some people are happy to invest that and other people prefer to do other things. And I think both are actually fine. Yeah, I, I, I think that, um, of course, in every, in every situation like this one, where people from different backgrounds meet, First of all, there should meet an open mind and uh, be be willing to hear, be willing to, and, and maybe uh, be creative, force themselves to come up with collaborative ideas that could incorporate aspects of each other's research towards a greater goal. This, this is, of course, a hurdle. This is this is a phase in the project where, of course, things will move on slowly. But I would guess that as the within the process of time. I think that once we get more familiarized with this interdisciplinary collaboration, things will start rolling on a faster pace. But of course, it requires a lot of effort, it requires a lot of willingness to collaborate, and it requires an open mind. And I think that with this SDG network, we have passed through this first phase where we were a bit 
not surprised, but we were a bit, you know, it was, it was something new to hear about others and how do the others go about answering their research questions. And the, the very, uh, maybe uh, the, the term a literature review could mean one thing for economics and another thing for a social scientist. Either on the basis level, there is a discrepancy of methodological approaches. So once this stage has been crossed, this hurdle has been passed, I think that things can move. And I think that everybody who is willing to participate in such an interdisciplinary network already by default has the, the willingness to, to accept, to be open and to incorporate other people's ideas and methodologies towards a greater goal. Yeah, it is quite ironic how we have uh, within our specific disciplines have uh, close relationships with uh, researchers all around the world, but it can be extremely hard to go to the next building and talk with people from uh, uh, very local people, but from uh, other disciplines. Adriana, you just came and you came during the COVID or between the COVID uh, lockdowns and so on. But how have you experienced so far coming to Aarhus University and also being part of a, a field that is, I guess, interdisciplinary? Yeah, I came, I started the work on the 1st of August and everyone was sent home uh, like week after so yeah i haven't had much time in office like two days so far <laughs> and um yeah i think it's uh pretty sad not to meet anyone yet uh i'm very much uh, looking forward to some meeting and actually discussing so this is uh very nice for me today to actually have some people to talk with about things and uh, yeah, regarding also your previous question, I think since uh, the issues we are dealing with, like the SDGs, is, are so global and there are so many layers to the problem, I think the in-between fields cooperation is really necessary, even though we can feel a little bit like uh, Alice in the Wonderland first which might be my case today. It's like, okay, this is wonderful what you are doing. I have no idea what it's about, but uh, I mean, yeah, as George said, if we meet more often on a regular basis and uh, introduce each other our ways, it can be a way forward, I think. Yeah, it just requires a lot of yeah activity from our side. Sen? I think during this past year, we have seen how we have become better and better at communicating with each other. So by now, I see proposals, ideas for research coming out from some per one person where that idea would be naturally require skills that are possessed by different fields. So we sort of have an understanding now of what can be done. So person A is having an idea and then it's only doable if, if person B, C and D adds in. And I think this is something that have come during that year that has passed because we certainly did not have that in the beginning. Oh, it's it's been an interesting journey and I think it's also going to be very interesting how we move forward and I think also especially with the inclusion of, of junior researchers. If your training as a researcher is from the very beginning, with a, a specific eye towards the importance of interdisciplinarity, then I think that's going to be a great strength, that it's not something that you have to learn uh, 10, uh, 15 or 20 years into your academic career. So it might make a lot of things uh, quite a bit easier. 
down the road as well. Great. Thank you very much. Time is up and uh, it was extremely interesting to hear from you all, Sandy, George and Adriana on this podcast. Have a nice day. Have a nice day, Jonas. Thank you.